welcome, everybody. This is uh, our... It's become a tradition around here, and I like it a lot. Uh, it's our year-end big family blowout spectacular uh, edition of The Stab Show, where uh, I like to invite as many producers and... Uh, and uh, members of shows that, we, that we've done over the last calendar year into a big edition of STAB. It's always a highlight for me. I was really looking forward, to, uh, obviously, to having everybody in one room again, like the uh, last time we were able to do that in 2019. But we're going to do it sort of like uh, t- uh, 2020 again. With most, most, of you, most of you distant. But that's okay. That's okay. It still counts. And... Um, since I'm very bad at, at promoting anything, um, this also, you know, once I get around to editing the backlog of like 30 episodes that are, that are behind, uh, this will also just so coincidentally happen to work out to be the 300th episode of The Stab Show, guys. I know, that's crazy. It seems like something someone would have wanted to promote. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humans to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Stab. Welcome to episode 300 of the Stab Show. It's our... Thank you. No, you weren't wrong. I cut you off. I should have celebrated your applause. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I know. We're on, we're on a tight schedule here. Uh, it's a big year-end blowout spectacular 2021. Tonight, the big old cast. Buddy, Carissa Edwards, Chad Bogart, Corey Berenger, Court Hansen. David Coleman, Heather Rogue, Jacqueline Wyatt, Jason Mack, maybe, Jason Weitzel, Jess Roberts, Jorge Hernandez, Katie Grant, Leo Antolin, uh, Maddie Nishimi, Melanie Ford, Milk Service, Nicole Eichenberg, Parker Newman, Peter Beta, Skip Bacon, Spencer Sowens, and Stephen Ferris. Oh, jeez, it was too much even for the intro. It was too much for the intro. Yay! Oh, man, we got to get the show back in front of an audience. It's weird. It feels good to have people responding. Hi, I'm <laughs> I'm your host. I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Welcome to episode 300. Uh, how? Why? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get things started. Oh, we're almost nine years old. 300 episodes. It's craze balls, guys. We're still doing this, um, despite you know reason uh we're gonna get started where we do i I, we're gonna bring up a panel at a time i don't know how i'm gonna do this visually but we're gonna make it work because i only have slots for uh for three people so our first panel is for um reorganization our first panel chad bogart jorge hernandez skip bacon and jason weitzel let's pin everybody appropriately can we all right so let's get started. Segment one, reorganization. Uh, you wouldn't know it based on the number of episodes behind we are, but this will be when we get around to releasing it. Stab's 300th podcast episode. Sure, uh, we've had a lot of fun around here and said many cancelable things over the years. Boy, howdy, <laughs> do we sure stab. Um, so how about we celebrate Stab's 300th episode by telling us what else uh, TSS T-H-E, might stand for or represent to you. Close enough. Chad, let's hear your T-S-S-T-H-E. Well, for starters, uh, okay, so 
Fortunately, I went back and I, I, I corrected myself. But I re- initially, when I read this, I read it as a word. Sure. I, I read it as tista. That's, and uh, I thought works. you were making fun of my mom's lisp. <laughs> um, mm. uh, because well, a, a few years ago, she had uh, false teeth put in. And I don't know if mouths have sizes, but hers were wrong. <laughs> and her dentures, her dentures would hit her lip. And she would talk like this. And she sounded like that curly-headed kid from Stranger Things. <laughs> Uh, and 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 that and that's what she would sound like if she tried to sing Deck the Halls. She would say, "Tis the season to be jelly." Um, so that's what I thought you were going for. And then I realized, no, Jesse doesn't even know my mom. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. And then I realized I know where I'd seen this. Uh, so in honor of that uh, uh, Aryan Nation uh, oh, meeting happening in Utah later next year, that's where that we've going. all been that we've all been making fun of today. Uh, Yes, I was the one that coined it uh, uh, straight eye for the Aryan guy. Thank you. Mm, nice. Um, uh, I, just, I, I determined that T-S-S-T-H-E actually stands for the same shit they have every year, uh, which is basically their approach to COVID. Uh, swine flu, same shit they had last year. Uh, bird flu, same shit they had last year. COVID, same shit they had. They don't care. It's, it's all the same to them. There's, you know, and I know some of you are thinking, hey, wait a minute. You said every year. There's no why in that acronym. That's the tricky part. When you have an economy of thought, you also have to have an economy of words. So every year, they just join it on the Y. So it actually would be pronounced the same shit every year. You just, every year, there's one word. And that's, that is what T-S-S-T-H-E stands for. It is a Aryan Brotherhood anti-vax unit. Be on the lookout for them. So that's how we're starting the show, huh? Probably, <laughs> prob- <laughs> probably also making fun of my mom. Okay. But I'm not going to hold it against them because they have so much else going for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so for anybody else who's wondering what they're getting themselves into when you do the DK show in the future, that's the type of, that's the type of highbrow stuff we're going for. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I should be doing. Um, <laughs> uh, Chad Bogart, uh, let's inter- from, from now on, going forward, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. I'll remind people why the panelists are here, what shows they're associated with. Chad, uh, representing the uh, Dr. Dunning, Mr. Kruger show, first Tuesdays of the month. Welcome, Chad. Um, yeah, that was a that was a fine sampler of um, of what you get with that program. Um, uh, use that information how you will. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you, Chad. Thank you so much. Next up, Jorge Francisco Hernandez. Uh, Jorge, um, welcome, welcome. You've been you. you've been a part of a couple programs around here. Uh, right now, you're producing. Uh, oops, <laughs> you're producing. Oh my gosh, the arena, the uh, arcade match show on Sundays. Good to have you for that, and of course. Um, Zexy Banditos. Uh, so you're all over the place. Good to have you, Jorge. Thank you. Thank you. Glad Good to see you. Um, <clears throat> see, we're figuring it out as we go along, guys. We might have this down before segment two. Uh, Jorge, let's hear what you have for TSSTHE. All right. Uh, I got a couple. The first one was uh, a really well known book about. Uh, the Hubble Telescope's Thoughts and Feelings. Uh, it is, uh, the stars suck, the Hubble explained. <laughs> nice. nice. So, I mean, 
He's a really pessimistic guy. <laughs> well, well. Taking pictures of the stars, but they suck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next one I have is just it's two things, but one thing. Uh, my cousin, uh, Tristan Saul Salamanca Torres Hernandez Espinosa, <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes this salsa, and it's the spiciest salsa that I know, and he calls it the triple spicy salsa, the hottest ever. <laughs> Nice, nice. I wasn't. I, I might wait. That's I, okay. That's it. That's the two. That's two. That's it. Oh, okay. That's three. Oh, that was was. Uh, technically, that was three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought the name was one two, but I uh, didn't want to. <laughs> didn't want to risk it. Uh, well, thank you, Jorge. Good to have you. Uh, this is also, guys, working out working as a as an audition for a lot of these. Uh, a lot of these panelists, a lot of these folk have never actually been on the stab show before, so. I, I didn't make it today. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> strong performance, Jorge. Strong. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, yeah, so it's it's nice. Um, some folk have been on the show before. Some this is their first time trying their hand at it. I'm so happy to have them. Either way, uh, let's see. Like, uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four of the five in here, uh, in front of me have not done it either. So that's gonna be fun. Um, thank you, Jorge. Skip Bacon! Hey. Hi there, Skip. Hello there. Skip Bacon, uh, largely, uh, mostly responsible for, uh, the shows that I've just started dubbing, uh, Skip Bacon Presents. They're the, uh, <laughs> the variety, oh. variety of themed, uh, stand-up showcase shows. Uh, next mm -hmm. month, assuming we're all still comfortable enough to have it, uh, the January birthday baby jam um it's gonna be fun but also have had the uh pumpkin spice uh comedy show the ugly sweater comedy show uh it's a monthly theme so um mm -hmm. might want to start thinking about february um uh, because i don't know about january uh <laughs> i hope i hope but no pressure on anybody um we might have to just wait out the first couple of weeks of january we get that but still still on the still on the schedule right now so we're looking forward to it hey there skip hello happy thank to, you so much for that you. ringing endorsement of a show that may go back to being the social distancing comedy showcase was which gonna, was uh, yeah. a show <laughs> it was still really fun to do so really really we, glad even had david coleman over there yeah. for our tabernacle show oh yeah um, and the tabernacle show of course skip also the tabernacle show so widely popular so amongst Bible readers of <laughs> all kinds, mostly the kinds that like comedy and Bible and know about stab. So it's not the the biggest audience. But yeah, anyway, super glad yeah. for that. Super it's, glad to be here. It's a great. But show. thinking about our social distancing comedy showcase, which was really fun to have mm -hmm. when we weren't able to have other comedy, and then getting to do some comedy shows live mm -hmm. and getting to do Stabernacle. I was thinking about all the silly times we had, and I tried to think of something super silly and fun okay. for the acronym here. But all sure. I could really think of was that these stone cold silly times helped equip us and the people around us to get through some really tough shit. So these stone cold silly times helped equip us to like deal with things like uh, not getting to be around our family. So doing little, little shows here online. So people could back home in Indiana join for giggles, even yeah. though we couldn't get together for birthdays and 
getting to do Stabernacle with David Coleman, getting to meet a friend online to do Bible comedy before I ever got to meet him in person. Yeah. And these silly times have just equipped not just us, the comedians who get to do this, um, but the people around us who really missed our dumb, silly jokes yeah. that we love doing for them. So that's what the 300th episode of Stab <laughs> made me think about, oh. was that these stone cold, yes. silly times have really equipped a lot of us to deal with uh, absolute shit show of a world and uh i personally am really grateful for it the comedians i've been able to book and work with have all been okay after the initial <laughs> my god no i never want to do another comedy show on zoom ever yeah. again a reticence after that um <laughs> some really grateful people and a lot of really grateful audiences so really grateful for stab and these stone cold silly times equipping us for <laughs> everything that we're doing so thank you very much stab oh skip Gosh darn it! Nobody brings wholesome to this show. What are you? What are you doing? This is this is gonna well, oh. join us for you. Just join us for Stabernacle. We can bring it right back to just Jesus's genitalia, and we'll take away all the wholesome that we brought here. There we go. We needed Come that balance. We needed that balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Skip! Thank you so much. Yeah, this is we've adapted. We've done some stuff. We've made things work, uh, and. You know, there was supposed to be 23 of you here hanging out, doing our white elephant. But you know what? We're doing it this way. And I love and appreciate all of you. Thank you, Skip. You're going to make me cry. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Skip. Um, Jason White, so let's wrap up reorganization. Jason um, yes. is DJ, DJ Chore Boy himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason, just we finally launched, <laughs> finally launched DJ Chore Boy. Uh, a couple months ago, um, where uh, Jason lays down fat beats and does uh, household chores in the back. <laughs> Join me. That's great. <laughs> uh, second and fourth Tuesdays, 7 p.m., usually before the Obscure Movie Trivia Show. So, Jason, let's wrap up reorganization, shall we, with your take on TSSTHE. All right. If I cut out, I'm running on a generator, so I apologize. <laughs> well, did you hold on before, before we get started? Did you siphon the abandoned vehicle's gas like I suggested you do? <laughs> I did. All right, nice. It's yours now. It's fucking apocalypse it rules. It's apocalypse and rules. And I swallowed some, and uh, that's how it goes. It's a new. It's new. It's a new drink. Yeah. Until you get good at it's siphoning. Subaru Unleaded. <laughs> Until you get good at siphoning, you're gonna taste some. That's just how it goes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. What are we doing? T-S-S-T-H-E. Right. Oh, I didn't have to write for every prompt? <laughs> oh, shit. Just All right. kidding. <laughs> All right. Hey there, good looking. Mm -hmm. You want to hang out tonight? We are hella fun. We 575. Kind of like a 69. Oh. It don't have to rhyme. <laughs> get what we're doing. What here. is that you say? You do want to join the fun? Cheers to pickup lines. <laughs> because we are mm -hmm. the silly sluts that haiku everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, some of you are there. <laughs> yeah. There are no group fees, but we all pay on our knees. Stop rhyming, asshole. Yeah. 
So let's get freaky. End of the year kind of shit. 300 shows deep. That's it. There we go. There it is. There it is. Stop it. So good. So good, you guys. Oh, we made it through the first segment. I'm really pleased. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, guys. I'm going to clumsily cycle through our our next panel. We're going to bring up panel two for Bootlegget. That is Carissa Edwards, Jess Roberts, and David Coleman. All right, guys. Segment two. Bootlegget. Now I'll actually stick to the script, so it'll go smoothly. Segment two, bootlegged. There's nothing new under the sun. It's all just retreads of old ideas. So why even bother? Oreos are better than Hydrox, right? And they came out after! So why couldn't you just take something that already exists, tweak it a little, and maybe wind up with something better? Huh? Why couldn't you? So, in bootlegged, you're asked to take these world-renowned successful properties and giving us... That's all right. I got close. Give us your dollar store, flea market, bargain, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. Hopefully you guys understood you were doing all three. It's a confusing prompt. All right. So, let's get our first time around. One, 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 two, 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 round the horn three times. Uh, Carissa, let's yes, hear yeah. your first, uh, your bootleg, uh, your bootleg Batman. Yeah, okay. <laughs> This is great. I I got creative with these. Not this one, though. Uh, (laughs) 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 So um, I've made a a bootleg action figure. And for legal reasons, I obviously can't call him Batman. So um, this is Man Bat. (laughs) Um, Still problematic. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's fine. He's... uh, you know, based on Batman loosely, in that he wears a mask and a cape, uh, but he has a bat body and a human mask. I've drawn a little. <laughs> oh, okay. Little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is Man Bat. Man yeah. Bat. Um, yeah. Find him, you know, at your local Dollar Tree. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm most bothered by the bat wearing a human mask. <laughs> you won't be bothered when they're saving your life. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I don't know if I'll be able to make eye contact, but I'll thank you, man bat. Yeah. We'll, we'll, also, we'll also overlook your, your DC copyright issues. I don't know what you are referring <laughs> to in this situation at all. It all sounds like it's on the up and up. Yeah, perfectly fine. I take great pride in the fact that you pointed out that I, I think you're referencing the fact that there's a character named Man Bat. There is. There and is. I was sitting here like, don't say that. Well, well, you know what? Carissa doesn't seem to mind. Uh, no. But yours is that. way fucking better than theirs. Yeah, that is way the better. The human, that's brilliant. I, know. I love yeah. that. That is the one thing missing. They should uh, consider hiring me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, of course, I'd already forgotten the, the convention that we'd set up. Carissa uh, from the Mix Fits. Yes. The um, short-form improv short show. Short-form improv, yes. So much fun. You and Katie, who will be up a little bit later. Uh, yeah, so happy to have you guys. Happy to have that show. You guys are wonderful. Thank uh, you, Jesse. You're yeah. wonderful. Oh, stop it. Don't do that. Okay, uh, I'll stop it. <laughs> yeah. Do it, more. You know he likes it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Uh, second one, uh, Jess, let's hear, uh, well, first, Jess Roberts, um, Campfire Benefit Show, uh, raised, what was it, $800 this year? 
A thousand. A thousand. We got up to a full thousand. We, we hit our goal. That is awesome. So many pictures of all the presents that were donated to... What was the uh, the group this year? The uh, It was the Dixie Fire. I Dixie drove up Fire. to Greenville, and oh my god, it was cold out there. <laughs> it was 20 fucking degrees. Oh. No. Yeah, that, exactly. I, I'm just stoked that there is a heater right here. Yeah. yeah. This is lovely. Uh, he I will be on right. every segment to sit in front of this oh, no. heater. Well, there's only five of you guys. Once we're done with live guests, we can turn that around on the crowd, so it'll be fine. Um, but yeah, Jess, uh, Campfire Benefit Show. And here, taking pictures of a lot of yep. the shows. So much help. So wonderful. Thank you, J- thank you for being here, Jess. Uh, let's hear your bootleg Batman. <laughs> Okay, so I don't, I've never done this show, so this might be a fucking train wreck. You're fine. Or it's great. So, look in the sky. There he goes, Mammalia Man. (laughs) His parents were killed by Mo Heat after the showing of Eat, Pray, Love. I fucking hate that movie. Anyway, he spends his formative years with Alberto Sanchez, and things are about to get dirty. Sorry. <laughs> when it comes to the fighting crime, he has his handy utilizer belt sure. filled with mammal mace, <laughs> ring and his grippler. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, will <laughs> he will fall fancily from the sky near you in his movie debut, Mammalia Man, <laughs> The Dark Fight. <laughs> nice. See? You that got was wonderful. It. You got it, Jess. <laughs> Thank you. You got it. Believe in yourself. Uh, and David Coleman, uh, the other half of the aforementioned uh, Stabernacle, Sundays at 7, getting your, uh, <laughs> getting your stab church on. I really enjoy it. I do. I thoroughly enjoy the show. So happy that you and Skip brought that weird thing and that, <laughs> that it keeps going. So, so David, let's, uh, let's hear your bootleg Batman. All right, so my bootleg Batman is just clearly just a Batman figurine. Like, it's molded. It just looks exactly like that. Sure. But it's labeled as Orphan Black. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a twofer. You get the fact that that's a way better name for Batman than it is for that TV show. And, you know, people are going to pick it up like, wait, I don't remember this character from Orphan Black. And they're going to be like, this is crazy. And they're going to buy it so they can show it to their friends in an ironic way. <laughs> Sure. It works on so many levels. Uh, And if there's one thing that Bruce Wayne enjoys is constantly being reminded that he's an orphan. So (laughs) that's good. Second time around will be faster than the first time. Uh, (laughs) Because I don't have to reintroduce everybody. Carissa, let's hear your bootleg full house. Yeah. um, So I I opted to just change the DVD title here. I had a couple ideas. Mm Ultimately, we've landed on um, you're buying Fool's House, (laughs) lovely children's (laughs) sitcom, lots of singing and dancing. It's a puppet recreation. Um, And because my comedy is (laughs) just amazing, uh, I have also said, (laughs) you're a fool for buying this because... It's fool's house. Sure. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Carissa. <clears throat> you had everybody at puppets. I thought so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you no. had me at puppets. You could have stopped drilling. It's better, right? It is. Everything's yeah. better with puppets. Yeah. Literally everything. 
I was gonna literally everything. Well, Muppets, sure. Yeah. I mean, everything but is better with puppets, and then everything is but better than like, puppets with that'd puppets. That'd be sold at, like, the actual DVD store, though. But but instead of calling them Muppets, you can call them Crumpets or something like that. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> we can't be dead on. Another step. Another step away. Uh, Jess, how about your full house? All right. I'm going to move a uh, trailer again. Sure. Just because that's mm-hmm. where I went. Do it. Deck of Cards. Coming this spring, the zany <laughs> new show uh, where Manny Banner is suddenly left to raise his three daughters, TJ, Persephone, and Nichelle, all on his own. His brother-in-law, Jesus, comes to help as he tries to get his mariachi band off the ground. And his best friend, Noe, has to come back after a nasty cancel culture incident, and he has to redeem himself with good press. Together they live in some place that might be San Francisco, mm. but not, might not be San Francisco. <laughs> but don't forget to tune into Deck of Cards only on ABC. Nice, yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Still somehow wholesome. Um, <laughs> well done, Jess. David, how about your bootleg pool house? All right. So mine is clearly just somebody translated season three. They got grainy footage of season three <laughs> of Full House. Um, it's important to me that it's season three for some okay. reason. And then they translated it into Ukrainian, and then they translated it back. Yeah. Um, and it is now titled Fire Code Violation. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all you needed. You that's where, all, that's it. Yeah. No, you, it's otherwise, just you've seen season three of Full House, right? Yeah. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I love the trans. Uh, always a good, always a fan of the good translation and retranslation. Yeah. All right. Third time around. <laughs> Jess is clearly very excited about hers. <laughs> I'm excited too. <laughs> oh, no. I really want to know what you have written down. <laughs> All right. Well, to get to Jess, we're gonna have to go through Carissa. Carissa, <clears throat> let's hear your bootleg Westworld. Yeah. Okay. Bear. Bear with me on this. Sure. <laughs> uh, I never in my life have heard of Westworld, so uh, of course <laughs> I, right. I IMDb'd it, and um, this was the little synopsis they gave me. Mm-hmm. A world in which every human appetite can be indulged without consequence. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, <laughs> here I am, <laughs> eating dinner in my dining room, they they really are trying to sell me indulge my appetite so mm-hmm. i have created um <laughs> westworld market <laughs> instead um, yeah you can you can get indulge your appetite at westworld market you know instead of you know cost plus world market you got sure yeah so <laughs> that's my uh sort of <laughs> yeah I see, I, see, I see it very much as like uh, I don't know if it's I don't know, a very local reference, uh, like the KP International Market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, <laughs> yep. Where it's just it's too much. Frankly, there's too many. There's too much represented in there. There's like well, I don't know. It's too much for me. But you know what? Maybe I mean, yeah, they're trying market. to indulge every single appetite. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a lot. Yeah. That's just volume that we're work, working in here. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Carissa. <laughs> Oh, now I want to go just wander around and not recognize anything in any aisle. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Is KP still open? All right. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Carissa. Uh, And thank you, Mixfits. We'll get back to Mixfits later when Katie gets up here. Spoiler. Uh, (laughs) Jess, uh, how about your bootleg Westworld? 
Okay, I also knew fuck all about this show, so nice. I'm gonna try. Glad I really, really got this in everybody's See, wheelhouse. I, I am a sci-fi. Sci- <laughs> I'm a sci-fi nerd, but I didn't. I've never watched this. Oh well. But I just kind of went off the synopsis and went the <laughs> shit version of it. So, mm-hmm. Eastworld <laughs> brings, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> brings you the real-world alternative to privilege and power. In Eastworld, you can make your wildest dreams come true. Mm. Have you ever wanted to tell your boss to fuck off without getting fired? The wealthy aren't the majority, so why watch a bunch of privileged, rich people? <laughs> So Eastworld is where you can nut Chuck Ned from accounting for being a sleazeball. <laughs> Ladies, you can actually find that oh, and in your life. <laughs> Eastworld is the average show for the average man. Eastworld. <laughs> no idea what the show's called. <laughs> it actually, in a lot of cases, it actually almost works if you don't know the reference. So, <laughs> so that worked. Yeah. Thank you, Jess. Thanks for joining us. I hope this wasn't too nerve-wracking for all the all the first <laughs> first time no, guests. This was this was no. fantastic. Okay, this was, good. This was actually fun. Good. Happy to hear it. Uh, David, how about you wrap up some bootleg it with your bootleg Westworld? Are we three for three on people who have never seen the show? I have I have actually seen okay. I've seen the first season and part of the second season several times while I tried to understand what was going on. Um, so I've got I've got two. Okay. First of all, I've got. Uh, it's it's very difficult to get virtual reality in the real world. It's very expensive. Sure. So uh, somebody put together just a just, just a video game. Video games are great on their own, you know. Yeah. So Grand Theft Horse, Vice <laughs> Township, <laughs> which I wrote that and then realized I feel like I've heard that same joke made about Red Dead Redemption. Might have been. Which is basically just Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so. Anyway, second one, though, Mm -hmm. is Michael Crichton, who wrote Westworld, the charlatan. He was like, oh, people enjoyed my theme park-based story. Uh, What else can I rip off myself? And he made some piece of crap called Jurassic Park afterwards. He just stuck on the theme park. (laughs) Real life. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, David. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Carissa. Now, awkwardly making them leave the stage. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. Uh, Segment three, it's recipes. Uh, Katie, welcome. We'll we'll have Katie Grant, Milk Surface, and Court... It's the return of Court Hanson! Oh, what the... What the what? All right, let's make sure... Oh, I heard that guy was banned from Stab. (laughs) He knows why. Um... (laughs) Uh, segment three it's recipes Uh, lots of things make us who we become Uh, we're all ultimately the sum of our parts unless of course you believe we're fated to be exactly who we are regardless of the world around us and that our predetermined paths uh, are unaffected by outside forces making our very existence seem utterly pointless from start to finish which is why I like to believe the other thing and of course we know that sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of, and snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of. But what else makes other things? So how about you give us the recipes for what makes up these other various stuffs and things? Katie! Hi there, Katie. Hi! 
right, Jesse. Also representative of the Mix Fits. I am yeah. super stoked to be here. Gosh. And the bringer of half of the audience. Yeah. That's what you get when you bring your sister. Yeah. Woo! It's the best. Uh, uh, well, welcome, Katie. Again, uh, reiterate what I said to Carissa. Love the show. Love you guys. So happy to have you. Oh, thank you, Jesse. Uh, let's see how you did. Another first-timer to the STAB program. Katie, <clears throat> let's hear your recipe for your ideal New Year's Eve party. So when I thought about this, mm -hmm. I was thinking that recipes change and evolve over time. Sure. So I thought it was very important for me to tell you both the recipe that I would have used when I was like 21 and just going out and like living my life. Mm -hmm. And then like the recipe I would use now as like a 25-year-old who had like works a good job and I loved regularly in my oh, day yeah. to day. So I think so, they're different. There's a, there's a huge difference between <sighs> 21 and 25. Totally huge. Just, see me back when I'm next generational. year. generational. It's lifetime. Just see me next yeah. year when I'm back at like 26 oh, and it's going to be crazy. That's completely <laughs> um, different. But no, there is. And actually, in I, uh, writing out these, I, they are different. And okay. so I think it's important to tell you. So my um, ideal recipe for uh, that 20-year-old <laughs> going out and just living my life night would mm -hmm. include one cup of a sparkly, perfect sparkly outfit that hugged all of my curves. Mm -hmm. And then I went... Two tablespoons of sparklers. Because, like, if you're popping off sparklers, they know you're ready to party. And then I need to add two cups of jello shots just directly to my system. Maybe my stomach might not like it, but I'm 21. Fuck off. And then I want to add a spoonful of Chinese food because you should eat a lucky meal that makes you feel loved and happy on New Year's Eve. Follow that up with. This recipe is great, but you really need a sauce. So the rest, the next recipe is for the sauce. So I say to do one part of hope, one part of fear, two parts of lying to myself. I like to call this resolutions gravy because there's no way I'm doing any of this next week. Um, I finish that off by like after it's baked, I like to top it with seven glasses of champagne. Also, some stress cigarettes outside while I try to get the champagne under control. <laughs> yeah. Then after that, I always topped it off with a dash of hangover on January 1st. Yeah. <sighs> and now the vastly different age 25. Yes, Russia. the vastly different, <laughs> the much mature, the greatness. Uh -huh. Okay, let's yeah. go. Let's top it. It's much more wholesome. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. So we do, a, we do a dash of spending it with your family and friends because that's important. Yeah. Then, and then, of course, I always have to have one cup of Carissa Edwards being <laughs> it that it her, is her birthday the next day and I must be near her. Aww. I follow that up by a quick tablespoon of my partner who I love. Um, <laughs> after that, I do a sprinkle of wine. Yeah, so mature. Um, I do two cups of even parts. You really figure out your own mixture of both joints and dabs because I'm trying to sleep tonight. Um, after that, I say that we need to finish it up by like a handful of balls. They could be dropping. Um, and then at the end of the night, I really don't care what we do as long as it finishes with a bang. So I like to think 25 is better than 21. At yeah. least it ends with a bang. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, this is the recipe. Everyone follow it. Pinterest it. <laughs> All right. Boom. All right. So we'll, we'll have that transcribed. Everything will be fine. 25, yeah, you got you got uh, confirmation in the chat. Uh, 25 sounds lit. Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> you're not wrong. Thank you, Katie. Um, you can stay up here. You can head up oh, I'll stay up like. here. Okay, it's fine. I appreciate it. Good to have you. Uh, next... Next, next, making sure that I've got it in the order that... Yes, Milk Surface. Hey, Milk. Yay. 
Hi. Hi there. Milk of uh, of sketchy friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, second and fourth Mondays, and of course, uh, Milk's art showing up in shows all over the place. Uh, Adventures of Pretend, most specifically. Uh, other shows. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, Milk. Is... I take commissions from all comedians. Yeah, there's so many. How many? Other, I mean, you've got you've done uh, stuff for Aubrey mixtape. Um, you've seen we've had stuff popping up all over the place. It's and yeah. you're doing stuff around here all the time. Appreciate you very much, Milk. Happy to have you. Welcome to the program. Happy uh, to be. <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear your recipe. <clears throat> <laughs> for someone who craps out on their resolutions after two weeks. Oh, really really quick. Shout out to Latin Rasputin for all the polyhedrons thrown up in I chat. <laughs> Latin, Latin cheered a thousand bits. That's yeah. nice. That means something. That means that, that's, that's $10. That's more hey. than the show has made all last year. <laughs> so that's great. Uh, <laughs> all right. Milk. My, my recipe yeah. for uh, someone who is going to give up on their resolution two weeks in. Yes. Uh, several hours before the new year starts, um, uh, start with a base of slight self-reflection, mm-hmm. and before it reaches a simmer, begin to add core proteins, such as Rosetta Stone, several core <laughs> dummy books, and if desired, a diet program that is entirely based off cultural stigmas and not nutrition to taste. <laughs> yeah. Continue to stir for one week. <laughs> Once aspirations get to a mild simmer, Add several hobbies that you don't quite have any interest in, but you do feel pressure to pick up because of your friends and family. Yeah. Once that has <laughs> melted in, but before frothing up, mm-hmm. look around your physical environment uh, and assess to see what you can improve on, on a doable scale. And then continue till you're imagining remodeling designs vanilla ice would find God. <laughs> At this point, some people will add in a major life event that they uh, won't properly deal with and instead continue to add delusions of grand <laughs> continue to stir for another week mm-hmm. make sure to mix in uh any like frothing like elements um and continue to stir until you get a anxiety crippling foldable peak <laughs> then bake in some type of bites such as critically acclaimed time-consuming video game genshin impact <laughs> You'll know it's done when you no longer speak to your friends, find yourself crying every night, uh, giving up on all of your resolutions, and can properly pronounce lewe. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> I'm sure that means something to someone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Milk. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, too much relatables. Um, no, everybody, we're all going to stick to our stuff. We're going to, new us, new year. <clears throat> it's gonna be yeah, great. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Watch two weeks. Episode three hundred will be released. <laughs> that well, slow down. <laughs> give me, give me four or five. Give me four or five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not a resolution. That's like, that's shit. It sounds like a resolution. Damn it. Yeah. Can't wait to play Genshin Impact with you, Jesse. <laughs> or Final Fantasy fourteen. Pick your poise. Damn it, Milk. Oh, uh, thank you, Milk. Uh, finally, someone we haven't seen around here in a little bit, it's Cord Hansen! Hello. Hey, Cord. Yes, just as exciting as we remember. <laughs> yeah, hi, Jesse. <laughs> uh, I knew I shouldn't have ramped Corey, that up so hard. Corey and Jacqueline, hello. <laughs> uh, Melanie, 
you know. What's up, everyone? Everyone else, Stephen Ferris. Yo. Uh, (laughs) Hey, everyone. Court, good to see you. Good to see you. Good good to see you, too. Yeah, out there continuing your higher education. Yeah, exactly. You left left Sacramento for... uh, for uh, for more schooling, um, but you know, you know, if if you're interested, we do uh, we do guests all over the country nowadays. Maybe we can get you back in the rotation. Uh, yeah, yeah, may, maybe. <laughs> uh, I have a pretty pretty weird schedule. Uh, I have a pretty weird schedule though, and I'm also <laughs> two hours in the future. Well, which makes it difficult sometimes, sure. but. Sure. I'm sure we can work something out. Yeah, we've got Tyler Kenny and, and Kim Martell two hours in the future. They do just fine, Court. It's it's so so good to have you because you're one of my favorites. Oh, and now oh, from the audience and the dual audience, just cheering another thousand. Cut it out. Yes. Thanks. Um, Court, um, you were here earlier this year um, with uh, dad, 6 o'clock Dad Rock Talk with Corey Berenger. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just confirming that. <laughs> Just making sure. Making sure I still remembered that correctly. Uh, <laughs> we miss Dad Rock Talk. Maybe sometime, uh, if you you know you got your wacky schedule, maybe we can make it work out again. Uh, would love to have you back. Uh, I just we've missed you. We missed you, Court Hanson. We've missed you. Well, thank. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Let's simmer down, Court. Um, let. <laughs> Let's round out recipes with uh, completely unrelated to anything. Let's hear your recipe for a 300-episode podcast. Okay, so I didn't, uh, like I said, I have a wacky schedule, so I didn't really have time to write my own recipe. So I pulled this one from a, this one's from a blog (laughs) called (laughs) ourpodcastjourney.blogspot.com. And it's written by a, a lovely middle-aged, uh, lovely middle-aged suburban mom. Um, and this is a recipe for one podcast. Three hundred episodes serves an audience of up to and including eleven. Yeah, it's about it's about right. And so, okay, so there's like a long introduction part here. It says. Everyone loves podcasting, whether you're podcasting with friends, family, at the zoo, or even with a former lover. Everyone has their own approach. Some families glaze over the vacant chasm in their hearts with ultra-specific classic rock discussion, while cutting-edge podcasters in bedrooms all over Brooklyn and Los Angeles have sprinkled in everything from comedy scene gossip to improv club gossip. Best of all, of course, is the fact that the podcasting boom will never end. That means, dear readers, that even you and your stupid friends can give this recipe a shot next time you're looking to recap every episode of FX's The League for some reason, or discuss which serial killers get you oh so horny. Uh, Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Okay, uh, oh, podcasting has its roots in the old country. My great-grandmother, we called her Mimomama, Ma, traveled to this great country with nothing but the clothes on her back and a USB microphone in her pocket. When she arrived at Ellis Island, the immigration authorities changed the family name from Podcast Govskaya to the more anglicized 
podcast. She spent her early years learning to podcast from all the greats who lent their unwanted opinions to the golden airwaves. Mark Grizzly Lips Marin, the Chapo Trap House Family Fun Hour, and of course, Travis Creepy Massage McElroy. Uh, Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay, here's the actual recipe part with the ingredients. These are the basic ingredients for cooking up that perfect lukewarm podcast content, just like a Mamimo Mama used to make. So you have one janky copy of Audacity software. That's the ed- for, that's the editing software that is a nightmare to use. Sure. Um, but you gotta have it. Uh, three adult children with indistinguishable nasally monotone voices. <laughs> uh, one twenty dollar USB microphone for every four people that you have speaking at once. <laughs> Uh, one topic that you think is niche but is more or less the same dumb pop culture bullshit as everyone else. Uh, 15 possible logos for the podcast. And, of course, this step can be completed long before actually you know, finding a person to record your podcast with or actually doing any other work. Make sure you have lots of extra artwork for no real reason. Um, and then this part's very important. Uh, you need to have... 2,259 hard <coughs> sounds at full volume. Um, just make sure you guys get that. That's a hard <coughs> sound. <coughs> on, and on the worst, worst microphone, the better for the <coughs> sounds. Um, and then, of course, uh, finishing up the recipe, 30-plus episodes that are fully recorded and <coughs> Almost ready to be posted. All right, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How do I ban someone from this? (laughs) Oh, damn it, Court. You've made me miss you even more. Oh, Court Hanson. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was recipes. Uh, (laughs) Oh. You know, we're we're halfway in and we're only an hour in. We're fine. This is fine. We're gonna tighten this up. We're gonna tight we're gonna ratchet it down. We're gonna tighten it. Thank you, Court. Thank you, Milk. Thank you, Katie. Uh segment four will include Maddie Nishimi, Heather Rogue, Nicole Eichenberg, and Corey Berenger. Let's see if I can get everybody up here. We got that person. We've got all right, guys. Let's add that back. Here we go. Um Segment four, write an angry poem about it. Uh, Maddie wanted uh, wanted some rap battles. Uh, I figured I wouldn't subject three other people to that. So angry poem, angry poem was the best we could do. Uh, <laughs> That's still an option. Yeah, I mean, it's all in the it's all yeah, in the delivery, see? Heather. It's all in the delivery. So feel free, <laughs> feel free to make it a, a battle. Heather rap. and I rap battling. That would yeah. <laughs> That's a show right there. <laughs> well, shit. What have I been doing for nine years? Uh, <laughs> right, let's get into this. Write an angry poem about it. Uh, these last few years can make anyone angry. You, though, you were probably already angry to start. But you're also cre- a creative so-and-so. So you can channel that anger into something beautiful. In Write an Angry Poem About It, it's just this particular skill set we're looking for as you're asked to write angry poems about the following topics. Mm, Matty Nishimi will start us off. Maddie, hey, you uh, you gave us uh, live comedy in the apocalypse. You're now one of the 
uh, 7 to 14 hosts of the Stab Mike on Thursdays. Uh, you popped in here and there on all sorts of stuff. Obscure movie trivia. Good to have you, Maddie. Thank you. Am I supposed to talk now? I mean, you can. <laughs> I'm bad. You don't on have to. Podcast. You don't have to at all. Uh, okay, I mean, you'll, cool. you can talk now specifically, though, as I ask you for your angry poem about root beer. Okay. I went with a holiday theme. Oh, okay. uh, Twas the stab anniversary, and all through the club, everybody was drinking, though stab isn't a pub. But what drink was missing? Which drink was not near? I'll tell you, fair listener, <laughs> it was root beer. The bar does not sell it, for it really sucks. Why do I think so? Listen close, you dumb fucks. <laughs> <laughs> root beer dates back to 1843. Before women could vote or black people were free. It was fake medicine sold by a fake medicine man. It is the worst drink that comes in a can. (laughs) But this tasteless drink quenched slave owners and sexists alike. A man drinking a root beer once called me a dyke. (laughs) That's right, I'm canceling root beer. It's had it coming. The only place it belongs is my dirty plumbing. (laughs) Forget the Kellogg's boycott. Underpaid workers eat shit. The real problem is root beer and the history with it. You probably don't need to, but let's all just vow that we'll never drink root beer. Hashtag cancel root beer now. (laughs) So let's all head to Twitter and get this shit trending. Cancel root beer today. And this is the ending. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, Maddie. A lot of... A lot of anger. (laughs) A lot of anger in that small Nishimi package. Um, All right. You know what? I can let root beer go. (laughs) I'm not going to... This isn't the hill I'm going to die on. Um, everybody, um, <laughs> hashtag cancel root beer. I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was going to happen, but, um, if I see you, uh, <laughs> drinking a root beer, we're taking it off the shelf. Could somebody get all those out of the store, out of the stock, out of the storage? Um, jeez. Thank you, Maddie. Uh, that was very angry. Uh, <laughs> that was sort of the point. Uh, <laughs> fuck root beer. All right. Maddie Nishimi with root beer. Uh, Heather Rogue, Heather, who has been uh, yes, who's been diligently writing this whole time. Which you know what? That's a that is a that is a stab brand uh, tactic. If you're not still writing while the show's going on, then have you really appeared on this show? Uh, <laughs> Heather, you uh, you brought us a news job in the first part of the year. Um, Good, yeah, that was a thing Yeah, all sorts of fun Just started talking to you about another fun idea Which I actually do really like (laughs) No, it's still secret We're not saying anything about it Oh, shit Coming to a theater near you, (laughs) Stab Theater (laughs) Yes, this one in particular Alright, let's see if uh, Just chain smoking joints The size of the pinkies of the the panelists It's my birthday, shut up Oh, well, I'm just saying Let's just see if if that has powered you up to a, a proper anger, <laughs> let's hear your angry poem uh, about a pickle spear. A pickle spear, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found out about this prompt about like 
20 minutes ago. Um, fair. I should have sent it more than a day ago. No, no, it's fine. It's like, you know, <laughs> I came home today and I, my, my roommate had removed my doorknob. Um, so I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> your roommate removes your doorknob on your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> she was apparently missing a cat that she had got. I'd been at my mom's the whole time, but she accused me of stealing her cat. There's so uh, much extra story here that I don't give. Just, uh, just don't get me wrong. Like, like, like it, if I had seen the cat, I would have taken the cat, but I wasn't there. Okay. Um, anyways, so pickle spear. Oh, pickle spear. Why must you remain locked inside that sweet brine jar? I wish for you so bad. I grab you. With my fist, I clench so hard, but you will not come out <laughs> of your jar. And it breaks my heart. <laughs> it breaks my heart. I wanted you so bad, you pickle spear. You're all I wanted, all I wished for, all that salty goodness. <laughs> all that dill flavor. But no. <laughs> Locked inside that jar, I tried to pull, but as I pull, my hand makes a fist, like I said before, mm -hmm. and I pull. This is ad lib, yeah, and I pulled it. it out, and it doesn't. You see the image that I'm driving. I totally this see. Sire, this is man and woman and other non-binary <laughs> people's basic <laughs> paradox. Yeah. I will sit here. <laughs> The world's last root beer and dwell upon my pickle spear, but have no fear. Yay, who are out there. Because I just, I simply ask, I cling to my pickled wish. I clench with my wrinkled fist. Oh, give me this. It's my one single briny blissful wish. I need this pickle spear. Um... That's my poem. I'm done now with it. And you guys, I'm sorry. No, that was nothing to be sorry about. Nothing whatsoever. The question that will remain with us for the remaining, uh, I don't know, hour and a half that the show has, still has, uh, how much of that was written? And how much of that was just... <laughs> was just pure pickle hate? How much? <laughs> Thank you, Heather. So happy to have you back. That, I'm sh I'm sure that's sure TOS has no problem with that. Cheers, cheers, cheers to cheers. You. Love you guys. Happy Love you, Heather. Happy to happy have you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy to Nicole Nicole Eichenberg. We've had Hello. poems about root beer. We've had angry poems about a pickle spear. Nicole Eichenberg. Let's let's hear your angry poem. About all temperature cheer. I wrote a haiku on another is Japanese, so it's not cultural appropriation. Nice. That's fair. All temperature cheer. Now you are a budget brand. Tide is much better. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> truly, truly the person uh, here for the longest to deliver the least amount of material. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's it doesn't it's it's quality. 
over quantity, Nicole. Thank uh, you. I don't know why all temperature cheer has stuck with me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think we built the whole thing around. But Nicole is just getting us back on time, guys. We're just, we'll be done in 45 minutes tops. Um, <laughs> uh, Nicole Eichenberg, that was so quick, I forgot to plug the show. Your, your myriad, your plethora of shows. Uh, Nicole, also on uh, Dr. Dunning, Mr. Kruger, uh, co-host with Willie Travis on Willie Listen, co-host with Jesse Rivera for uh, Dear Abby WTF. Nicole Eichenberg is almost never not here. Oh, is somebody calling? Is that? I, I probably shouldn't answer the, the theater line while I'm on a show. Uh, <laughs> thank you for everything you do, Nicole. So happy to have you here all the time. You're wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> thank No, no. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> Corey Berenger. Um, no. Rivals Nicole Eichenberg's uh, output around these parts. Uh, Corey was part of um, Six Lock Dad Rock Talk. Cartoons are magic. Uh, there used to be a Must Love Digimon. There was Yak at one point. Uh, God's Will Vaudeville. So many shows, and currently, currently, Hell of Variety. One of the producers of Hell of Variety, the new variety show here at yeah, the we're having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, this month. Who knows? Maybe maybe a streamed only thing. I feel like we could maybe pull that off. Yeah. You know, with like a very limited audience and just have a bunch of sketches. That yeah. might be fun. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah. And also Warm Takes with Emma Haney. Warm Takes uh, as well. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. much. So much, Corey Berenger, for your enjoyment. <laughs> uh, Corey, root beer, pick yes. beer, all temperature cheer. Let's hear your angry poem about the new year. Okay. I'm upset. <laughs> so I'm sorry if this is erratic or disjointed. Mm -hmm. I'm not even angry so much as preemptively disappointed. <laughs> and that's your fault, by the way, not mine. You've given me every indication that this will be a hard and difficult time. Not that you'd ever admit it. Oh, no. You think you're hot shit. So full of potential and hope. But I ain't buying it like some kind of dope. <laughs> Even setting the global pandemic aside, it's going to be an unpleasant and bumpy-ass ride. Resolutions are stupid, and I don't want to do it. Why lose weight and exercise when it's easier to say, screw it, let's go to Denny's and pretend we're never going to die? <laughs> or why cut back on my drinking? I just learned how to make an old-fashioned, and I know what you're thinking. Why didn't this guy already know how to make an old-fashioned? Because I was busy every other year trying to better myself to the unrealistic expectations based solely on fear. But not this time around, you annual clown. I hereby declare and solemnly decide that 2022 will not kill my vibe. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that noise. Let's all just have uh, real low expectations. Let's all... Let's all... Just, if we don't get killed by a, a comet, it'll be a great year. It'll be fantastic. Thank you, Corey, Nicole, Heather, Maddie. That's segment four, guys. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're going to segment five. It's movie makeup. Unfortunately, Pete is still at work. <laughs> so I don't know if we're going to get Pete. Uh, it also doesn't sound like they wrote because they don't understand the show. That's okay. 
That's all right. That's all right. We'll see if Pete makes it. We'll see. Uh, but otherwise, for segment five, we have Spencer Sellins, Buddy, Jacqueline Wyan. Jacqueline's already there. I don't even know how that happened. Somehow replaced Corey Berenger. All right. Segment five. It's movie makeup. I gave Pete the movie makeup because he does a, a, pod, a, a movie podcast. He's trying to get in his wheelhouse. Movie makeup. <clears throat> I think we can all agree that movies are the only positive thing about anything anymore. So, while the world continues to burn out of control around us, we can always escape into a tub of popcorn and bright flashing lights to make everything okay. So, in movie makeup, you're tasked with writing the synopsis for these made-up movies based on the following titles I've scooped up from some of the various title generators of our super bestest best friends over at SeventhSanctum.com who still do not know that we do this. So, give us that sweet, sweet escapism starting with Spencer Sellins. Hey, Spencer. Spencer Sellins. Hey. Spencer, How are we all the, doing? The man, one of the men behind Camp Wanderlust, the mashup show of Camp and Wanderlust that is now Camp Wanderlust. Um, comedians telling uh, funny travel stories or terrible travel stories or just travel stories it's a it's a work in progress it's a storytelling <laughs> show for right now it's yeah. it's you know it's what you want it to be all right you can travel to the land of of campfires and storytelling shows we're having a gay old time no we enjoy it very much uh happy to have you spencer and of happy course here of course even though i i should just leave it alone um one disastrous cooking show episode <laughs> oh god oh man that was oh i can hear parker in the background that was yeah that was a that was a rough day so it turns out that you can't those like cooking heating pads like they don't go past like medium low heat and if you turn them up high they will just turn off because that's if people died in the 70s because without that yeah so you know people are, are you know are the gen xers had to die in order to understand that you can't use a hot pad at at high heat inside but yeah no now that's all right uh still like the idea <laughs> maybe if we can somehow do it remotely uh, <laughs> you know in an actual kitchen uh spencer uh welcome to the program for the first time let's hear your synopsis for the made-up movie damnation and sensation all right. So first, you have to bear with me. I did misread this at first as Dalmatian sensation, sure. and I'm like, Jesse, way to write me into a corner, man. That's like, fair. I don't, I don't know. But so after rereading it again, Damnation <laughs> Sensation, okay, which is a movie about, I mean, one of the worst things, the scourge, if you will, of society, premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that sound effect, Carrie, but I'm going to go with it anyway, all right? Okay, damnation and sensation, all right? The tagline, even though we're reusing the words in the movie, is eternal damnation for a fleeting sensation, all right? It is when a philanderer, a someone who has premarital sex, is sentenced to hell, okay? And he has to earn his way back up above ground okay but how does he do this he has to assemble a team what kind of team you ask well the team of seven okay the team of seven deadly sins they have to unite and to and they they unite and they combine their powers gluttony wrath sloth envy greed pride 
they join hands and they got little rings and then they like make like a captain planet that comes out and tries to like kill the devil and then in the theatrical ending of the movie they do succeed they do topple satan and balance the store to the world and he gets to go back up top and propose to his sweetheart okay but the non-theatrical, the director's cut release sure. actually, and this is like the Little Shop of Horrors, like oh, the bad ending wasn't shown in movies. Uh-huh. So the real ending, the direct, my ending, <laughs> is they actually, not only do they defeat Satan, they go above ground, they go and take over heaven, oh, all right, and they enslave all the angels, okay? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a crazy movie, okay? But you got to understand, all right? This is damnation and sensation, all right? You're going to feel them as you're damned for eternity. <laughs> it's a real pick-me-up. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The seven, <laughs> seven deadly sins assault heaven. You know what? <laughs> You probably you, you probably didn't need the rest of that. Sell that movie. <laughs> the yeah. Seven Deadly Maybe Sins. Maybe like Angels leave that part out of the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? We're just we're spitballing here. We're, <laughs> right, we're spitballing. No, so good, Spencer. Thank you so much. Uh, I got to get back to it. Damnation and sensation. <laughs> that scourge of premarital sin. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Buddy. Hey. Hey, buddy. buddy. That's me. Hey, Welcome, Jesse. Thank you for having me on. Oh, of course. How could we could scarcely have a big family year-end blowout spectacular without uh, obscure movie trivia's buddy. Um, and of course, we had a we had uh, we had a doctor buddy in the backyard too, didn't we? I think. And, yeah. And just... Yes, we were the first weekend show back since yeah. the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, besides for Corey's band. Well, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, we had an amazing time. I love doing all the shows at Step. Yeah. But yeah, every Tuesday, obscure movie trivia, or every second and fourth second Tuesday fourth. of the month, obscure movie trivia, it rules. Um, you guys should check it out. It's the most fun to do. Uh, while I stare at the camera and check out my hair, which is what I'm doing right now. Well, buddy. Oh, man, we've got Pete storming in here. All right, let's see. Oh, Pete. Um, Pete, 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 who did not do the work. So we're going we're gonna to see them uh, riff on, on, <laughs> on their prompt. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I should have explained better to That'll the new be people. Uh, but before we get to that, it's, uh, it's buddy with uh, let's hear your... Uh, synopsis for the made-up movie Dirk Maximum. Yeah, Dirk Max. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Uh, leaning into the Dr. Buddy Love porn stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, when the wasteland of Citrus Heights runs rampant with the fight for the world's last supply of Axe bodies, one hero must save us from the world of Chad's. Equipped with his handy sword and and Naruto headband, this lonely wanderer, along with his trusty handicapped pug, Hank, must wander around, miladying every woman he sees to save off the horde of chads trying to steal his totally real girlfriend from Canada. 
Coming this summer to Break.com, Dirk Maximus. Be sure to grab your popcorn and monster energy drink uh, for this testosterone-filled wild ride akin to Fast and the Furious meets Goodfellas with a hint of the notebook. <laughs> sure. Just a sous-son. Hey, hey, isn't Kevin Sorbo in that? <laughs> one, one redditor said. Uh, why does the why does the hero have a collection of fedoras? Said another redditor. What the fuck is Break.com, says the CEO of Break.com. <laughs> and that is our synopsis for Dirk Maximus. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Um, oh, okay. Pete is, Pete is three minutes from home, guys. It's going to so be worth it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now... Um, Am I next? Uh, you, I mean, you are if we're waiting. This is not three minutes long. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we'll get we'll get all of the. Uh... Oh. We'll all wait for him. No, oh. we'll we'll uh, we'll stretch out <laughs> we'll stretch out um, Jacqueline's plugs. Jacqueline also also a producer. <laughs> I don't. I I'm I'm glossing over what I just said. You don't need to. <laughs> You don't need... Those are probably expensive. We shouldn't stretch it. Jacqueline, um, <laughs> one of the producers of uh, Hell of Variety as well, uh, as well as, you know, a Stab Show favorite. Happy to have you, Jacqueline. Happy to uh, be here. A favorite of just, you know, just people who like fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacqueline, <clears throat> as slowly... Oh, how is... See, we're not even setting Pete up. It's a, it's a double whammy that he's... One, he's doing That's it... That's why we're cutting it down even further. Buddy. <laughs> he's just going to be riffing, riffing live, and then he's going to have to follow Jacqueline's <laughs> synopsis. This was random. I didn't write this. This was random. Leave me be. Synopsis for made-up movie. <laughs> the Whorehouse of Wonder. <laughs> okay. Um, what happens when a down on her luck lady of the evening decides she's had enough of her job as a brothel receptionist and decides to become a madame her damn self? Any hijinks ensue when this plucky Irish entrepreneurial sexy sex worker <laughs> places a down payment on a building to operate her sex business out of, only to find out it's actually a hall of mirrors that has been taken over by squatters who are magicians. <laughs> Beanie Fieldstein shines as Gilio Goodtime, the madame who... You know, made the most of what she had. Only on Freeform this Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, Jacqueline. Uh, technically, we play that there. But, but wait. Let's take this opportunity to thank all of you guys for hanging out with us. Gosh darn it. Um, this has been a crazy year. Yeah? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been oh, did it? Oh no, it's still he's still muted. Um yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Uh we started didn't we start uh lockdown? And then what was it? Uh June? June ish? 
Mayish, we started doing stuff in person again, something like that. And then, then let's let's. Uh, I mean, it's a good thing we had a, a year and a half of practice doing uh, doing Zoom shows. Uh, Hello. So now, hey Pete. Hi. 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 <laughs> Is, that Is that from me? From me? <laughs> oh, don't laugh. That makes it worse. Yeah. Don't. Hey, you have your iPhone <laughs> still logged in. Yeah, yeah I, I do. do. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> Pete, you're a semi-professional podcaster. That's I right. know. He's always... I also have a, my my job makes me work really crazy hours sometimes, so I apologize. There you go. We got it working. <laughs> also, uh, I guess I didn't explain enough. This is a homework show, Pete. You were supposed okay. to have already written this. <laughs> Done. It's written. All right. Clearly. Um, <laughs> all right, Pete. We're giving you wide berth here. Pete, um, one of the hosts of uh, Middle Class Film Class. Um, if you if you if you haven't seen it, uh, it's because it's on noon on the fourth Saturday of the month. I missed it once, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so we both did. Yeah, it's entirely <laughs> fair. Uh, it's the only show at noon that we have, and it's only once a month. You've got a real good chance of forgetting it. Uh, <laughs> but no, you guys have been doing that show for how long? A couple years now. Uh, the actual the actual podcast yeah. has been about a little over two years, okay. and we've been streaming with you for coming on around six months or so now. Yeah, happy to have you. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, yeah. We 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 love streaming. It's fun. We had our Christmas stream last time. We yeah. had Santa hats, literally the bare minimum <laughs> to make it a Christmas show. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, great. You had red and green lights behind you. That made it oh, count yeah. too. That was clearly a Christmas edition. Yeah. Um, all right, Pete. Oh, that sounded bad. All right, Pete. Not, not all right, Pete. Um, <laughs> that was my license plate in high school. All right, Pete. That is that is no in no way uh, referencing how I expect this is going to go. All right, Pete. Uh, <laughs> we're all pulling for you. Let's hear your synopsis. Do you, do we understand the prompt? A synopsis for um, a made-up movie. You know what? Why don't you explain it to me? Why don't okay. you explain it to the audience? Hi, I mean. Pete. <clears throat> Uh, segment five, movie makeup. Um, we gave you a a, a, a made-up movie title, uh, randomly generated from our friends mm -hmm. over at Uh And you, we were looking for the synopsis of this made-up movie. And I gave you the movie prompt because you have a movie podcast. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm ready. <laughs> so let's, let's see how far we can get uh, <laughs> riffing out your synopsis for your made-up movie, Motorcycle College. Okay, so Motorcycle College features on the protagonist played by Jack Black. <laughs> sure. Jack Already Black works. essentially plays the, the same role that Rodney Dangerfield plays in Back to School. <laughs> okay. If anybody's familiar with Back to School, it's an old man going back to a normal college in order to come basically get his degree mm -hmm. for some reason that the plot says. Um, in Motorcycle College, <laughs> it's the same thing except for he's trying to be a CHP. <laughs> So Jack Black is attempting to be a, a California highway patrolman, and you have to have amazing control with your motorcycle, obviously. Sure. We all know this yeah. <clears throat> here in California. Yeah. We see the CHP uh, motorcycle goons uh, zooming in and out of traffic all the time, and it's, uh, it's impressive. Amazing control. So it's a two-hander. We have J uh, Jack Black as the uh, uh, fr essentially freshman coming yeah. back to school, trying to finish his credits get his uh go through the academy and get signed on into chp uh 
for many reasons. I mean, we're still in we're, we're still workshopping this, but uh, his wife, played by Ellie Kemper, could have some sort of rare uh, foot disease that keeps her from working, and they need to keep the house and their seven kids uh, with the roof over the head. Mm-hmm. You know, there's it, it could go anyway, depending on how the uh, the test screenings go. Sure, but uh, it's a two hander. We have Jack Black, and we have um, Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> okay. As the dean, and it's very strange because they have a dean of the CHP school for some reason. The other, the other great thing about the motorcycle college is that it's set right here in West Sacramento at the CHP Academy, right down the street from IKEA, Reed Reed Avenue. <laughs> um, so most of it is just uh, Jack Black uh, slacking off, uh, a la School of Rock, um, showing us the only the. The role that only Jack Black can play, um, but then you get the climax in uh, in Back to School with Roddy Dangerfield. It was the triple Lutz, uh, triple mm. Lundy, triple Lundy, the triple Lundy. I believe it was. It was like three different flips on three different high dive boards. Mm. Um, in, in this case, it's the uh, it's the uh, agility obstacle course that's done at the end of the uh, CHP training. Okay, you got a hundred thousand cones set up in a precarious way, and if you knock a single one of them off, you lose. Jack Black got put on put on some sort of a bender by a, a surreptitious uh, Jezebel dispatched by Jason Schwartzman uh, to basically derail his uh, hopes of being a CHP person, uh, CHP officer, um, sent him to party the night before and he's competing hungover. Mm-hmm. But the spirit of his late father, the memory of Ernest Borgnine okay. is uh, fresh in his head which allows him to get the strength to compete the obstacle course uh, with perfection. Uh, the, the music of Chariots of Fire, a la old school, is playing in the background mm-hmm. as he competes his uh, very dramatic and very charismatic uh, uh, obstacle course, a la, almost like a, a, a gymnast. Mm-hmm. It's, a feel-good, it's a feel-good hit of 2022 that we all need. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um... <clears throat> Why do any of you, any of the rest of you, write anything? Is this, can't you? It's pretty clear that it's not. Pete, well done. You know what? God damn it! I'm glad I put you in the movie one so that you could pull that directly out of your asshole. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff up there. That was uh, that was that was surprisingly comprehensive. Uh, <laughs> so good. Thank you, Pete. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry you had to rush home, but I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's 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 totally fine. I I was uh I was hoping to get out about an hour earlier, so oh, I'm shit. happy I was able to make it just in the cut of time. Just and just and it's time. been really great to stream on Stab. It's been I meet met a bunch of great people, and uh, oh, that's great. W- we get people com- commenting on the show saying we saw you on the stream, and it's it's a good time. So it's very fun. Well, awesome. Happy to have you. We're, we're reaching out to so many new people through this last year of streaming and stuff, and you guys would be. Would be one of them. You found us, and through I probably Brie and Milk. You know what? We got to move forward. Thank you, thank you, Pete. Thank you, Spencer, Jacqueline, and Buddy. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're on to segment six. We don't usually have a segment six, but we had so many people. We needed a sixth segment. It's the last segment, guys. Finally, um, uh, Parker and Leo. We've got two live people. You guys can hop up on here, Parker. Leo, Stephen Ferris, and Melanie Ford. Let's get everybody on the screen. Let's get everybody on the screen. We can make this happen. I've forgotten how to bring up live people. There is. There is. Uh, Melanie and Stephen. 
Here we go. There we go. There we go. We got it. Welcome to segment six. It's Department of Tourism. You shouldn't be going anywhere. Seriously. Just settle in. Wait until we get to whatever next set of foreign numbered variant identifiers we'll break into and just chillax away from everyone and everything for a while. Or, since you will absolutely not listen to me, let's invite you someplace nice, I guess. In Department of Tourism, it's your job as the newly appointed Director of Tourism for the following places to make us want to come and visit your where. Flying in the face of all better judgment or reason. So, <laughs> just all the noise. So, let's hear your pitch for why we should want to come visit, stay a while, or put down roots in your particular destination. Parker Newman! Ah, Good to see you. Good you to see you. Uh, uh, as as the former half of Fill My Heart. Yes. Good to see you. Fill Thanks. My Heart had a good long run. <laughs> Did. Almost uh, two years. Yeah. Two years. And yeah. in podcast years, that's like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's like 14 in dog years. <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> and then in dog years, that's seven more. So that's a. That's a 98-year-old podcast. <laughs> so, well done, Parker. Welcome back to the show. Parker Thanks. Newman, let's hear your guide to... <laughs> I don't know. It's the only time of year we think about him. <clears throat> let's hear your tourism guide to Carson Daly, La Homa. All right. Um, do you want to get away from the hustle and bustle of not having your life revolve around Carson Daly? <laughs> well, fear not, because now there's a city just for you. If you want to build your life around a who's around a celebrity who quote unquote sounds kind of familiar, I guess, <laughs> then look no further than Carson Daly Lahoma. <laughs> Once you get here, you'll be saying, "Wait a minute, he didn't have like a Me Too thing, did he?" <laughs> oh no, I was thinking of someone else. <laughs> okay, cool. I guess I'll move there. <laughs> Carson Daly Lahoma. Oh, wait. Is that the guy from The Voice? Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Parker. I honestly still don't know who Carson Daly is. <laughs> That's fair. We only we, we only break him out around... Is he still doing New Year's? Is it, is it? it said on Wikipedia before I wrote it. Doesn't he still do... Is, and... and um, is, does, is Seacrest doing New Year's shows? Who's the other one? Seacrest does a New Year's countdown as well? Ugh. I mean, it's just like it's it's just like Dick Clark. We only broke him out around for New Year's, and look what happened to him. He lived forever <laughs> until until he didn't. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Parker. Good to have you back. Thanks. Good to see you, uh, Leo. Hey there, buddy. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you yeah. You know what? I I'm not going to question you. You can leave that on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you oh. can take it off, if uh -huh. you want, but you can leave it on. Uh -huh. It sounds good. <laughs> Good to see you, Leo. Uh, we had you here um, mostly for the last year and a half through the uh -huh. uh, Sacramento Improv Theater. Yeah. Some short form Zoom prov. Short form Zoom prov. Yeah. We're trying to trying to get the the rest of those folk in here for some live shows, hopefully soon. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be fun. You and Jack and and Dan and and all the rest of the crew. It was yeah. fun. It's a it's a, a great. Diverse array of people with varying levels of just there's just so many different opinions and experiences with improv okay. and 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 when we get to perform together it's um it's really cool because <laughs> some of the craziest things happen on stage and you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean just be beyond beyond the mask 
it was just hard to pinpoint <laughs> the uh, the authenticity of any of what you <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure wasn't sure how you came down on anything that you just said. <laughs> well, no, it's like you go to like some theaters and it's like all these guys are the same guy, you know? They're making the same jokes. It's they true. all saw the same movies yeah. as kids. But with our with the Sacramento Improv Theater, which we might they might be getting a new name, sure. you know? But it's like, wow, I got a whole bag of tricks. Okay, good. Now I'm I feel better knowing that <laughs> that you were apparently sincere. Okay. <laughs> apparently sincere. That's my memoir. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was hard to. It's hard to nail you down there, Leo. I know. Um, but sincerity. That's apparently what we need to know. Uh, well, happy to have you. Hopefully, you'll be a part of that show. It sounds like you guys wrangling everybody with the different time and yeah. availabilities. So, but hopefully to see you back around and you pop in for for mics every now and then. Every it's good to see you, Leo. Uh, and this is your first time doing this brand of chicanery. Uh, nothing to read, so uh, committed to memory or flying uh, from the hip. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, all right, let's see it. Gosh darn it. Leo, let's hear your guide to Do-Oversboro. So Do-Oversboro, yes. or Dovesboro, <laughs> as it's known locally, sure. uh, is pretty much, as I've gathered in my stint as a tourism ambassador, mm -hmm the ideal destination for a vacation. Because you go on a vacation, you go to, to a destination wedding, right? The bachelor or the bachelorette <laughs> party, you drink a whole lot, you're hungover for the wedding. You're like, oh shit, if I can only do over the last day, right? Or why didn't they pick some place that was more overcast and less bright and loud? <laughs> uh, or, you know, I, I, you hear these, these people, they say, oh, my family, they, they took me on a vacation to Disneyland to make up for for my terrible childhood, but <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable uh, around all the happy families. Mm. And, you know, you're just sitting there on the teacup ride, and you're like going, you're on a circle, <laughs> and the circle's in a circle, but all the circles around you are going in circles, and cool. you're like, this is how I feel right. year-round. <laughs> and when you think about it, the teacup ride at Disneyland is a scale model of the revolutions of the planets around the sun, known as known as a year, <laughs> and so the premise of Do Oversboro is it's it's a a, a week long vacation that lasts a year, <laughs> so it's like Groundhog Day, but you look at a year, it's fifty two weeks, yeah, plus a day, so that's just enough time for seven sets of Monday. <laughs> it start it starts on a Monday because life is work, okay, and. Most people come to find God last. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, uh, with a three-week period of intensive training. So basically, you get seven attempts to have each day in a in a week-long vacation. Okay. And um, over the course of that, uh, you 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 um, the tourist. Right, they pick an area of specialization, mm. and um, you get a scorecard when you show up. So everyone you interact with on Monday, you have to interact with again. It's like a manual Groundhog Day, <laughs> the next day, which is still Monday. And every uh, session, uh -huh. the year-long session, sure. starts on the first Monday for every tourist who arrives, and they rotate out. Um, so basically, what happens after you've completed your whole 
week <laughs> is that the three-week intensive training is where you switch roles with all of the staff. <laughs> so the, the hotel concierge, the Starbucks barista, mm-hmm. and so the whole economy of the town is driven by, uh, is, is maintained by workers who are tourists. Okay. And then on, um, if there's a leap year, then it's like, it's like an anti... It's like, a, it's like the opposite of the purge where emergency staff <laughs> break into your hotel room and then sedate you just for the day. And then um, if, you do, if you do well enough to yeah. offset, to offset um, your role as a tourist when you're a staff member, then you get a discount. Oh, well, that's nice. <clears throat> oh. I think, I think I was just still dizzy from your explanation of teacups. <laughs> you're in a circle that's on a circle, and then all spin it. Oh. Not you, but no, but no, I got motion sickness from your explanation. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. Oh, I still don't understand. Um. <laughs> That was that was a lot. That was deep. Sort of seven. To, you know what? I can't dissect it right now. I'm gonna have to listen back to this. Don't don't. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll I'll skip this when I edit it. Sometime in March. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Leo. Happy to have you, Stephen Ferris. Going on. <laughs> Hi there, Stephen. Hey, Stephen Ferris of the various assorted. Stephen Ferris presents programs uh, tonight. Play Apple Tree, uh, all sorts of stuff. Stephen brings around here, and uh, you know, a regular on the stab show as well. Good to see you, Stephen. It's good to see you too, Jesse. Thank you. I'm also going to take that at face value. Hey, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Not much. I'm tired. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you can take a nap. I am. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We've got like. I won't. I won't be offended. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm just correcting my sleep schedule. I'm interrupting. All go right. go right. be you. Go. <laughs> We've all only right. got like five more minutes, Parker. Then you can get home and, and take a nap uh, or sleep. Sleep through the night. That's yeah. usually what people do at night. They sleep. They don't take a nap and then get back up at night. That's weird. I apologize. Hey, Stephen Ferris. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, you know, you just got a prompt for you. Okay. Um, let's hear your tourism guide, Stephen Ferris, to Ball Drop, Sylvania. All right. <clears throat> you might wonder how a town like Ball Drop, Sylvania got its name. What kind of name is that? Is it related to New Year's Day or is it about testicles and puberty? <laughs> Well, if you can believe it, it's actually about both in a way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. See, way back in my ancestry somewhere, (laughs) I don't know exactly how far back or how great, great, great he was. (laughs) A young boy from my ancestry was about 16 years old, and his testicles had not yet dropped. 16 years old, still no drop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the townsfolk, they thought he was some kind of freak. 
Never seen anything <laughs> like it. Some thought he must be lying about his age, but then when they thought about how their own sons born around the same time had sex, hanging and slapping around for a few years already, they realized something was definitely wrong with this boy. <laughs> Folks were getting pretty uneasy on account of it, so they took away his name. He didn't, didn't even have a name anymore. Took away his name, and eventually they decided the best thing to do was to chase chase this boy up into the hills to live out whatever life he might have left. So uh, they made a New Year's resolution to get rid of him, and he went up there. He he didn't know what the big deal was. He, he was ejaculating normally. <laughs> he he even put his he even put his own ejaculate up under a microscope to count the sperm, and his count was just as high as you could want in a sixteen-year-old boy. Even even the town doctor had to look and and said they were swimming past the lens as fast as he ever saw one go. Okay. Now, the area up in the hills was well known for its freshwater streams. The boy got up there and had worked up a mighty thirst after many miles of running away. Okay. Well, he found a stream pretty quick and got to work taking a sip out of it. He was a little nervous having never before drank stream water in fact very few people in the town had but he was desperate and he knew it was fresh he guzzled it down like there was no tomorrow <laughs> then he laid out next to the stream for a few minutes to calm down after the run of course all that running had made his balls shrivel up even more Uh, time went by. Soon the boy realized that the shadows had shifted dramatically from where they were when he had fallen asleep. One of his legs was still asleep. He poked at his knee to see if it, he could feel anything. Well, he felt something all right, but he didn't feel it in his leg. He felt it in the balls. <laughs> In a panic, he ripped off his pants to see the biggest scrote of any beast he had ever laid eyes on. <laughs> and it was his. <laughs> the water, the stream, it's a miracle, he cried. He ran back down the hill to show the townsfolk with his balls cupped up in his hand to keep them from getting snagged on a bush. Well, he stopped running and then walked so they wouldn't shrink again. The doctor, he almost fainted. It's so big. It looks like those two Sylvania light bulbs that I just put in my office. <clears throat> That's how you get ball drop. Sylvania. Ah. So they look like Sylvania bulbs. Anyway, uh -huh. 
<laughs> those streams are still active to this day and folks come from miles around to get a taste. We don't know if they do anything for the ovaries or not. <laughs> but everyone with balls says it's amazing. <laughs> Stephen Ferris. Stephen Ferris. Sylvania. Guys. Ball drop Sylvania. Yeah. Yeah. You Stephen. put me up to it. You I know. Put me up to it. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest scrote on any beast. All right. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Oh, thank you guys for being so patient with all the technical rigmarole that the show has been, and all the—I mean, I, all the people, all the wonderful folks that have made this year and the past couple of years, all—all all the all of the years essentially that um, Stab Comedy Theater has existed. We're three and a half years old. These people are big parts of basically all of it, and this year in particular. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you guys for being awesome. You guys are wonderful. What? Oh, I know. I know. I know. I've done 300 of these. <laughs> it's not quite true. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, technically, we've we're, we've done more than 300 shows. Oh. We're, we won't get into the lore. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I'll check the IMDB of Stan. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why we don't have a wiki yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. People have to listen to this show. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's been the one thing we've been missing. We've got 300 episodes. We don't have 300 listeners. Uh, <laughs> Self-deprecation. Melanie Ford. Hey Hello. there. Hey there. You are the third mix fit on the show. I am. You are. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, um, producer of Just Returned Friend Fiction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, many other wonderful things, especially this program. Melanie, a huge... Huge part of this show nowadays. Um, so happy to have you. Uh, great. great. Ugh, you guys. I could go on and on, but I won't because we're approaching two hours. So, Melanie, how about instead, once we edit this down, it'll be a tight hour and 50 minutes. Melanie, <laughs> let's wrap up this program. Let's wrap up our year-end extravagant uh, with <clears throat> your tourism guide for appropriately enough, appropriately enough, 300-ville. <clears throat> Welcome to the humble suburb of 300-ville. Part sprawling homeowners association neighborhood full of upper middle class McMansions. Part ancient Spartan homoerotic defense military. <laughs> all strategically built around a pit of death. Here in 300-ville, the grass is never taller than an inch. Your neighbors aren't allowed to tackily decorate their front yards with things that, quote, make them happy, and once a week, two greased-up, muscly men wrestle in the community center to build camaraderie. <laughs> the HOA is strictly obeyed here because the punishment is the death pit. Yeah. Kicky, kicky, you naughty little <laughs> rebel. <laughs> we are placed right off the coast of the Mediterranean Sea, only a few hours east of Italy and right across the way from Persia. Now, our competitors... Our competitors will try to tell you that 300-ville is a dangerous place to live because, quote, they are being openly targeted for invasion by Persia, and, quote, 
their military numbers are down dramatically because too many people have been kicked into the death pit over law notes. These claims, <laughs> these claims are nonsense. While we, while we understand why any country would want our beautiful homes full of beautiful, sexy men, we know Persia will be no problem at all. We will not accept otherwise. So move to 300 bill today, please. Especially if you're a lonely, absolutely ripped stud of a military vet. <laughs> 300 Phil, this is home. Hey. <laughs> and that is episode 300 of the Stab Show. Uh, I'm going to go through the whole goddamn list. I don't care. Thank you one more time to Buddy, Carissa, Chad, Corey, Court, David, Heather, Jacqueline, uh, Jason, Jess, Jorge, Katie, Leo, Maddie, Melanie, Milk, Nicole, Parker, Pete, Skip, Spencer, and Stephen Ferris. That's been the program. That's been the year. We made it through 2021, guys. We had to keep we had to keep two thirds of you, three quarters of you at home. But you know what? If that's what we had to do to get through this, that's what we had to do. Thank you, guys. Uh, hope to see you again next year. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, being very happy that I know all of you guys. Have a good night. You too. Yay.